Welcome everybody to this animal loving, animal farming, free flowing, greyhorn pagans podcast. Hop on your tractor, get out the tools, get on the fields, turn up the volume, and enjoy. gentlemen welcome to the Greyhorn pagans podcast the first actual podcast of the new year the first real new podcast uh well new podcast um we have had a meet hall before we have had a couple of daily live streams before of course but today first episode of the Greyhound Bacon's podcast. My guest will be joining me in a bit. I am talking with a representative of Elwood's organic dog meat. Um, we will be, of course, talking about uh, about the whole farming business, about the meat industry, and what made them choose their uh, their cattle, if you will. Hi. Good evening. Hey. Hi. How's it going? I'm all good. I'm all good. How are you doing? I was just good. Just going for an introduction, but now that you're uh, you're here, um, introduce yourself. What do you What do you do? What's uh, Yeah. Um. So I'm uh I'm M Elwood. I run Elwood's Organic Dog Meat. Um. We are a local organic free range dog meat farm. Um, we have uh, a range of dogs that are available for, um, by the cut. So they're, you know, half quarter, we even do whole, um, um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, dog meat is not something you, uh, <laughs> you see every day. It's not something you just, uh, you just pick up at, the, um, at the butcher. Uh, what yeah. made you... What made you choose dogs over any other, well, more more regular cattle, if you will? I, uh, yeah. I imagine, you know, chickens, for example, are very low maintenance, and um, you know, yeah. eggs and the meat, it's all it's all good. Um, it's it's quite a controversial uh, yeah. choice, you know. It's most people it will is. see them as as pets. Of course, you have stated that on your uh, yeah on your websites um... yeah well um well you know these aren't these aren't pets to start with these dogs were raised for this we've been doing this since 1981 this we're the second generation and counting so this uh the farm was started by our step uncle um he was doing he was raising his own dogs just for his own personal um use you know for his own food um and he started selling to his neighbors and his neighbors were surprised at how good it tastes you know everybody thinks that dogs aren't on the menu but they're on the menu in many countries and so he just he just started sharing with them he we persuaded him to start a table at the um, farmer's market which he he did and he found really great success so and this was back in the 80s so um and it was just more recently um, my husband Landon and I 
um, we were talking at holiday dinner and we were like, why are we, you know, staying in the city? It's time for us to like get back to the get back to the earth, get back to the, our roots, you know, really get our hands in the soil. So um, we moved out with um, our stepmom goal and are helping him run the farm. And so, but yeah, it's controversial, but I mean, it's leaner, it's better for the planet, it's more heart healthy. Um, and they've got a much smaller carbon footprint. I imagine that they do. Um, I mean, yeah. you'll, you'll see, uh, you know, dogs, cats and all, you'll see it on the menu uh, more in Asia, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh, there are always those jokes going around that yeah. if all the cats in the neighborhood disappear, they must have opened a, uh, a Chinese restaurant somewhere. Um, but yeah, dog, like how do you how do you go raising? How do you go by raising dog as um, as cattle? Because I imagine you know with the whole the whole barn and the feeding and the cleaning, it's yeah, it. It's just the same, you know, we run it exactly the same as any other farm. We have small, medium and large breeds. So similar to chickens, we have a shed full of picnic breeds. These are Chihuahuas and Pomeranians and Terriers. So very small, you know, uh, you know, and when you raise them in large amounts, you know, there, there are deaths. So, you know, it's, you're not caring for them the way they're, the way you do a pet. So there are, you know, every, every morning we have to go out and we have got to pull a few dead out of the out of the shed um but i mean that's just the cost of business um then we have larger animals we have um like malamutes and samoyas and um you know burmese mountain dogs and things like that and those are for, those are you know more like more like traditional cattle they have a 14 uh, 14 month lifespan you know we feed them we go out every day and we spend time with them and they spend most of their time out at pasture so it's much um more hands-off Okay, but so um, I imagine that you um, like you have to breed uh, the dogs as well. You have to breed your own yes. your own mm -hmm. cattle. You know, if it's uh, like really like a traditional farm. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw something on your website um, about Pomeranian eggs, but I thought yeah. dogs yeah. were. How does how does that work? I, I thought dogs were. Oh uh, my god, we always get a eggs. question. We always get a question about the Pomeranian eggs. That is something that our step uncle worked with some people at the local extension office for decades in order to try and crossbreed animals, and it just it something to, I don't know I can't explain it perfectly but it has something to do with you know that the eggs are instead of instead of forming inside their body like a normal female like mammal. Um, mm -hmm. They develop outside the body, so they mm -hmm. they they take calcium, I believe, from inside their bodies, and it's it forms a shell. So yeah, it's weird, but uh, they're very productive, and uh, <laughs> the eggs are very tasty. But does that uh, influence the um, the quality of their meat at all? Since they are, yeah, because I mean, yeah. you know you 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 say that you're you're organic, but you could see the like the, the Pomeradians, if they do lay eggs, they yeah. are kind of genetically modified. So how yeah, does yeah, they're still organic, but they're actually not for eating. So you don't eat that. We don't eat the Pomeranian leg uh, egg layers because they are bred to create eggs. So they don't have as much meat in their chest. They're just you know they have a they also have a shorter lifespan. The egg laying shortens their lifespan you know considerably. We use a lot of their um, 
we use a lot of the um, cold Pomeranians for um, pig feed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not for eat, people. No, pigs will eat anything. Yeah. Uh, there, are, there are, there are pets and they, you know, they really, they really love it. Oh, so you, you keep pigs as pets, but you, yeah, we farm. have a couple. <laughs> we have a couple. Yeah. They, it was just, we adopted them from that. We saw them at the, um, there are some rescue pigs in our neighborhood and we thought they were going to be small, but they turned out to be really big and they eat a lot. So, we didn't want to just feed them just anything, so we figured they deserve the best. I mean, if you have them laying around anyway, and uh, a yeah. good question already from uh, from Josh Chalvash, mm -hmm. your dogs uh, are they uh, free range dogs? Because you uh, you talked about fields, but I've also seen mentions yeah. of uh, just bigger bigger barns. I imagine that yeah, yeah, with the smaller ones. Yeah. Um, so with our picnic breeds, all of them have access to the outdoors. Uh, they're in very large sheds. So maybe the door might be on the other side and maybe their entire life may pass and they may never get out that door, but they have access, which is legal. And so that's good. They each all have space the size of about like an eight and a half by 10 piece of paper. So they have room to turn around, which is free range. So they have complete, you know, autonomy to be uh, free range. Um, our larger breeds do have access to pasture in the summertime. Uh, in the winter, they have to be kept inside to be protected from the elements. But you yeah. know, it's only half their life, so they get to be outside when they can. Okay, and um, with you, uh, like you said, you use the the Pomeranians more as uh, as pig feed with the larger breeds. What kind of like why what kind of cuts? What kind of meats? Can you yeah. uh, can you get from them, and how do you go by like curing the meat as well? Because I uh, I do remember seeing something either it was on your Twitter where mm -hmm. I uh, where I managed to uh, mm -hmm. to find you. I thought it was like dog food at yeah. first. Uh, we get that a lot. Yeah, it turns out it's not not as much dog food as it is. Mm -hmm. You know, dog is yeah. food. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um but something about and correct me if i'm wrong yeah. but labrador bacon or oh uh, it's we do pug bacon labrador pug labrador bacon. Oh, yeah. yeah labrador steaks are one of our biggest sellers so um any cut you can get from a cow you can get from a lab so ribs shanks rumps you know we do um a, a lot of pug bacon though that's our number one seller of the smaller breeds um <laughs> cook it up just like bacon. Um, we do smoked, we do um, hickory smoked, we do maple smoked, we do all the smoking here on the farm um, and we ship anywhere. But I do imagine, you know, just going by the, like the traditional um, bacon, um, mm -hmm. uh, pigs can grow quite large. They have a lot of, uh, a lot of meat, yeah. a lot of, you know, body to yeah. get, um, get the bacon from. How do you, do that with pugs i mean i know they're we like, have uh, a lot we have a lot of pugs we have a lot of pugs and also <laughs> corgis sometimes so um and also the again not pets these are not your normal size pugs these are much larger pugs and they are bred to grow incredibly fast incredibly large um they are um yeah so and they're, they're they are delicious and that's one of the best things is our product speaks for itself like there's a lot of questioning but you you try the product and you're going to be like this is bacon. I want to put it on a sandwich. A puck bacon sandwich, a BLT yeah. with uh, yeah with, with puck bacon. That's interesting. I I do yeah. wonder about that. Like, what is the 
like what is the taste and does it differ from anything you know you'll hear with uh like a lot of the more exotic meats um i remember like my uh, my vacation in china years back um i've had uh frog for example and oh, that yeah. just it, it tasted just like chicken basically just a very yeah. refined chicken yeah. like uh, how would you go by describing the the taste of dog it's, okay. Uh, well, dog dog has the same has the same flavors in as what you cook it in. So similar to beef, if you cook uh, lab with uh, herbs and spices, it's going to taste like the herbs and spices. It is a little leaner, um, so it isn't isn't going to be as heavy in your stomach. So the after effects are a little different. Uh, but the mouth flavor, the mouth feel, the the texture, everything is exactly the same. Um, smaller dogs like chicken, it's a lot lighter, a lot um, kind of drier. So maybe you have to marinate a little longer in order to get that juicy, uh, that juicy bite. So, yeah. yeah. But just um, the same. Okay. Okay. That's, that's interesting. It's, you know, all kinds of topics I never thought I would, uh, would talk about, let alone like <laughs> yeah. just think about. Yeah. Um, do you... Um, uh sorry this is a it's a weird topic i'm i'm trying to <laughs> i'm I trying to come yeah, up yeah. with uh with good questions um I'm, uh, I'm i'm so gonna get flack for this but i don't i don't i honestly don't care all the the controversial stuff i don't want to shy away from it yeah yeah um now speaking of like i i do imagine you're getting a lot of uh you know oh, yeah. seeing it on your your twitter and oh, yeah. even in your uh your promotional video you're getting all mm -hmm. kinds of yeah of hate for it so much hate actually that's why we've been we had to make this sign uh, for, uh support <laughs> your dog it's a yard sign you can buy it on our website um okay so a lot of our a lot of our customers have it and they put it in their yard you know to show that they support their local dog meat farmer um we get a lot of phone calls a lot of emails um uh people don't understand people think it's a joke people think you know, we're monsters, but, you know, we're doing the exact same thing as every other farmer. We do the exact same practices. We follow the exact USDA. We're, you know, lo local here. Um, so we follow mm -hmm. all the rules. And for some reason, you know, as they chomp down on their pig bacon, they judge our <laughs> pug bacon. And it's very bizarre. Um, so, but we're hoping like with doing more interviews like this, that we can reach more people and just show them that, you know, it's, it's it's no different you know if they're raised for it there's no problem you know i'm not going into your yard and stealing your bulldog from your backyard we got our <laughs> own bulldogs i got 226 bulldogs right now they're waiting to be fed and they're fine yeah because that's uh that's a question you'll see sometimes in the more uh, meat loving but also um vegan circles i i mean they're like they're uh, on both ends of the of the spectrum, of course, like where do you draw the line between what is uh, what is a pet and what is food? You know, take yeah, I mean the most most basic animal, a rabbit, for example. Like I have had rabbits as a kid. Uh, I also do love a good rabbit stew. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think the difference is like you don't name them, you don't know them. As long as you don't have, as long as you don't know their habits, you know it's food. Yeah. I, it, you know, if you have a, you have a, let's say you're driving down the road 
and you hit you hit a corgi with your car and it survives. So you mm. go out and you're suddenly you care about this corgi and you've got to like, I don't know, fix his broken leg. And maybe this maybe the vet's closed. So you have to care for it overnight. You're not going to eat that corgi the next morning. You're going to have some connection to it. You want that corgi to live. But if somebody just serves you corgi and you don't know anything about it, you don't know. It never had a name. It's, you know, it lived its whole life not knowing anything, you know, and you respect it when you eat it. I mean, that's the difference is there's it's the divide between knowing and not knowing. So as long as you don't know, it's fine. You need anything. Yeah, this is uh, it's a good question from Josh. Are there Asian restaurants that um, that do buy from you? And um, kind of a follow up question. Do you sell wholesale or just um, just, you know, local yeah. customers? We, supp we supply all of our local restaurants that are interested. So um Yep. We, we, um, and we do a little bit of wholesale, mostly catering. We do a lot of like, we sponsor a lot of large catering, especially to animal rights groups that are raising money for, you know, pig and rabbit sanctuaries. They really like mm -hmm. to have, you know, a local organic choice, a humane choice to serve their donors as they go to these fundraising dinners. So we serve a lot of dog on large scale at, you know, like, you know, horse, horse fundraisers and things like that. That's interesting. I, yeah. I never, I never would have imagined that, but, um, isn't it difficult? Um, cause I know with, you know, certain animals with, you know, cows and pigs and, uh, the classic cattle, if you will, it is easier to distance yourself from them, but with, uh, with a dog, you know, being men's best friend and, um, always having had that image throughout the ages isn't it more difficult or is it less difficult because of that to it, uh, to distance yourself from it's it it's exactly the same you know i grew up with a pet cow so i don't eat cows because i had a pet cow i never had a dog the only dogs i ever saw were on my stump uncle's farm so i've only seen them as meat and also like i said we don't name them they're they're all numbered and when you have them in this amount i mean like i'm saying 1200 dogs are you going to get attached to, I mean, sure. Every so often there is like a standout that's, you know, kind of charming, but it would be a dishonor to that dog and disrespectful to that dog to not allow it to see out its purpose. And its purpose is, you know, raised for food. So, you know, yeah. we're doing, we're doing what we think we should be doing. I mean, sure. A lot of people will say that you could, you know, eat no animals. You could eat a vegan or vegetarian diet and thrive and be healthy, but who wants to do that? Like that just sounds I don't know. I mean, I know there's a lot of options now and stuff, but I mean, I, I don't want to think that yeah. hard. I just want to eat my meat. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. And uh, yeah. indeed, especially nowadays, there's a, there's choice between a whole range of diets. And I'd say that both ends of the spectrum, like the, the whole uh, carnivore diet is getting really, uh, really popular. So just yeah. animal yeah. products, like not even water, but uh, right. like a broth or a stock. And then yeah, uh, like vegan options are becoming more and more prevalent as well. You'll mm -hmm. see a lot of uh, vegan restaurants pop up or a lot of restaurants that will have um, more vegan options. Uh, so it's, it's always, it's always a, always a battle always opposite ends of the spectrum trying to mm -hmm. trying to tell yeah. everyone else that what they're doing is you know the right diet exactly. and the right thing 
Exactly. It's so much easier to just not think about it. It's so much easier to just, you know, go ahead and do what you're, you've been doing your whole life. And the only thing that we're trying to do is offer people if 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 you have a, just a nagging feeling that you want to help the planet or you you know, you your cholesterol numbers are too high. You know, here's an alternative. You're not we're not forcing dog meat on people. We're just trying to let you know that here's a delicious, organic, humane, ethical, free range alternative. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we hope that we hope more. We're grateful to have interviews like this so we can talk to more people about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I I love having you on. It's uh, you mm -hmm. know a controversial topic, but I I never really knew anything about it. You know, I don't really associate dog meat with a uh, a Western diet, if you will. You know, like I said, yeah, I thought well, it was was dog food at first. And yeah, um, we're bringing it. We're trying to bring it out into the you know into the mainstream. And I think that uh, a Western audience is ready for this. They're hungry for something new and something novel and something delicious then i would market to the like the hipsters those hipster communities yes they love it oh my god the <laughs> farmers market in the city they gobble it up we sell out every week it is it's uh, they're just they want and they want the weird stuff they want the tendons they want the tail they want nose to tail they want the broth they want the lard they want everything and they want to just make sure that they feel like they're doing better without really changing anything and that's the best yeah. that's the best part is you can do good without changing <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one. And um, like, if you have so many dogs, you said you have like 12, 1200 or yeah. so dogs. Um, yeah. What do you feed them? Because I, I imagine, you know, like speaking of dog food, what I originally yeah. thought it was. Yeah. Uh, like, what do you feed them and how much do you feed them? Because you, you have to, um, yeah. they, like, they... <laughs> like traditional cattle, they... you have to fatten them up quite yeah quick. they eat they eat a lot they eat a lot uh they're grass-fed in the summer we say that they like to go out and eat grass that's just the thing they do so they're grass-fed okay. but they're also they eat a lot of soy they have a vegan diet so that they are an organic vegan diet that's soy based grain based really fattens them up similar to cows cows are fed yeah a lot of in fact the majority of soy three quarters of the soy that is consumed in the i think that math is right you could google it Please Google how much soy is fed to cows, and you will find out that the majority is fed to cows. Similar, that's yeah, dogs. it's mm -hmm. it's a lot. Yeah, so yeah. it's funny that your like your dogs uh, are actually vegan. It's yeah, yeah. We, you know, the, it, we found it. They, they, it it improves the flavor a lot. Carnivores are generally not as delicious. So we had we had a test. We had a test you know, thing where we were feeding some of the, some of the smaller picnic breeds to the larger dogs and the, the flavor was just off. So. Okay. So that's why you feed them to the yeah. pigs because, you know, as we all know, pigs will eat anything anyway. They love it. Oh my God. They love the little dog ears, the dried dog ears, you know, <laughs> we sell those, we sell those to anybody who, for people with pets. It's funny. Like this is such a like it feels like it's opposite day because you know dried dog ears uh, in a lot of pet stores they'll sell they'll sell like that the dried pig ears for uh, yeah. the Have dogs but you, you sell <laughs> they, you know like that similar like they do bull penises we do mastiff penises it's you know a little chew toy they you know oh that's yeah. okay this is so it's so odd aren't you hungry doesn't this make you so hungry this whole conversation I mean, I am hungry, but mm. that's because I just just got home from the from the gym. Um, I mean, you know, trying dog food. I, I you know, I always said, especially food wise, um, you know, I'll I'll try anything once. My 
fiance is American. She's from Colorado. She wants me to try a whole range of uh, of things. Some things that I'm not allowed Rocky to Ma look up. up. R Rocky Mountain yeah. oysters, for example. Yeah, yeah, we example, do that I'm, too. We 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 call them valley nuts. Valley nuts. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I do mm -hmm. like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, like, have you seen an increase in uh, in sales, like, uh, especially with guys like the, um, the Liver King, for example? Oh, you know, yeah. Another very controversial figure, but right, uh, right. Like the that whole health fitness spectrum is going going nuts over nuts. Um, yeah, yeah. If you will. <laughs> so have I got to seen... use that hashtag. <laughs> oh, you're you're welcome to do so. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank. You. I'm writing that down right now. Good. Um, but like, but I, yeah, I'm just wondering, have you seen an, an increase like with the whole definitely health nuts? Um... Definitely. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of young guys, particularly males, um, will, um, you know, they, they approach us asking for organs. They want just a bag of organs. They want to, they want to do the heritage, breed what i mean whatever it is uh and i'm sure this was garbage to me and i need to make some money so i'm gonna sell it and um <laughs> so it's nice it's nice that people want to go back to their roots or you know make their grandfather's cheese that was made in like a brain or something i mean mm. if you think it makes your you smarter if you think you can lift more i mean we do we do also do a lot of we have dairy so we have um whey so, and that's really good for good protein for lifters. So, uh, if you want whatever, you know, whatever you want to buy from the dog, we will sell it as long as people are buying it. So, yeah, you, you have some, uh, milk products as well. I saw that. Wasn't it the, what is it? The golden it's retrievers, golden retriever and doodles. And actually today's national milk day. So, uh, oh. I hope you raise a glass today to your local uh, dog meat dairy farmer. <laughs> I don't. I don't have milk, unfortunately, but I'll I'll be sure to. Uh, I'll be sure to. Uh, right here. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. But, uh, like, do you also make uh, make cheese of it, or does it, is that like we, doesn't that we, work that yeah. way with? Uh, yeah, with it works. Milk? It works the same way. It works the same way. You skim it off the top. You add. You know. You do the cheese making. We don't make cheese. We sell the dairy to some local uh cheesemongers who do make dog dairy cheese um so um we do also sell the um the rennet and i'm not sure if you know rennet rennet is uh what is the it's, it lines the dog's stomach of the the mother and the baby and the puppy and we are able to harvest that and you use that to make like gar gorgonzola and parmesan um so that way you get that really pungent flavor um so yeah it's the, it's the exact same as they do with cows so like like they use the cow's stomachs for that so it's interesting i've been uh i've been a chef for close to 11 years and i wow. I, I have i have seen a lot of a lot of things uh cow yeah. hearts cow tongues um mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that i no dog I, stomach I, lining I, yet no no not yet uh i think the the netherlands is uh it's it's an open market here yeah uh, i don't we don't have i don't think it's known here yet i i may honestly be the the first dutch native to uh 
to discover this. Oh my gosh, I'll have to ship you some. I don't know if it'll dry ice, if it'll make it there, or if you know, we do have some. We do have some farmers that we've been working with across the across the um, across the world. We have um, Norway and Finland right now that are you know so some of our relatives have gone to start farms there. So I think Netherlands should be next, and we'll get you some yeah, job lining. Well, I mean, I guess the. Um... Yeah, I mean, if you if you vacuum seal it properly, then I guess it wouldn't be much of a problem. Uh, you mentioned Norway and Finland. Um, yeah. That's like huskies and other um, oh, yeah. other bigger breeds of dogs are more common there. So do their farms focus more on the uh, like on the the husky polar yeah. kind of yeah. kind of dogs? Yeah. Yeah, you know, we have huskies here too. Um, they're they're just more expensive, so the demand is lower. Like people really like cheap meat, you know, so they like the lab and they like the chihuahua. But um the husky is a has has the same great um the great flavor. And yeah, we're I think our I think our my cousin is doing a lot of um St. Bernard's. Hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. And um like with the whole dog fur you know dogs they they have quite a quite a coat um mm -hmm. like what do you do with the with the dog fur with the dog coat do you use that in in any way do you make yeah like clothes or a um like a fur coat from it yeah or? actually uh we do um it's so funny. It's right over there. I've got the lining right now that somebody, an Etsy set, seller has sent me that it's a, it's a button on lining that goes on your hood, on your coat. Um, yeah. So it really helps in the snow or just make, you know, it kind of looks kind of cool. It was really fashionable. Um, mm -hmm. But we, you know, we process so many dogs that it is like, I mean, it's really a burden to get rid of it. So we do sell it <laughs> to some Etsy sellers um, who make things out of it, boots and boot linings and things for the people in the Arctic. But uh for the most part, we just throw it away. Um, there's not enough demand. People are people are against fur for some reason. Like they'll wear leather and they're fine with it, but they're like, "Oh, yeah. fur, it's a problem." I mean, come on. If you're gonna wear one, wear the other. Yeah, yeah, that seems to be. Uh, it's, it's so funny how that how that works. You know, the just mm -hmm. the the schism you between wanna... the two things. Like, yeah, I, we'll I, you know, we'll eat. People don't, we'll... people don't people don't realize it's skin. Leather is skin. It's just the skin. I mean, and fur yeah. is skin with the fur on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's basically the same principle. You know, you'll yeah. you'll wear a cow's skin, which has been chemically treated, oh, but yeah. you know, a, a dog dog skin dog fur which is you know been treated nicely and it's mm -hmm. probably even even warmer than uh, oh, than just it's so leather warm. It's, it's so warm i mean just like i have a just a, i have a pair of um lab skin boots that are just like like moccasins for inside and they are so toasty oh. right now in the winter i love them man this this that really makes me want to get some like yeah. maybe that's uh maybe like, that's that would be a good a good in-between step you know make, yeah. make some um wear it before you eat it get comfortable with it you know some kind of like yeah. ugg boots do you have ugg boots there yeah we do they're yeah. they're shipped yeah. worldwide they're yeah I mean, you ugg, could get a, ugg, I mean, ugly but <laughs> are the ones that i have look like that they're um but lab uh i think the lab looks a little more attractive personally but i'm biased. hey or pug boots 
pug boots you need a lot more pugs <laughs> but i kind of like i'm writing that one down too pug boots all right yeah i mean you, like the name is the name is there i mean yeah the name you'll, is there you'll you'll need a lot more a lot more pugs for it but you know they're they're ugly i got i got anyway. a lot i got a lot they have a lot of wrinkles so they actually stretch out their skin's much bigger than you'd think because they're you know all wrinkled when oh, you flatten yeah. it out like you iron them they're like twice the size wow really yeah yeah okay it's weird it's weird that's big mm -hmm. <laughs> have you had <laughs> enough have you had enough yeah yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. There's, I, a, there's I, only I, so far you can go. Like, you I, tr get, I tried. You, you get what's going on. <laughs> Thank you uh, very much for playing along. Yeah. Oh no, you're you're absolutely welcome. I, I was I was really trying to to keep a straight face and come up with oh. legit questions. But oh yeah, I'm uh, I'm grateful. Like again though, what did you think I did, and what were you going to interview me about? Oh God. Okay, well, here oh, we go. <laughs> endless nuclear agenda. No, eat more bacon, please. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just now looking at the chat. Yeah, oh, it's well, dude, it's making it any worse. Powder puppy, puppy formula, bro. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> very cruella de vil. Yeah, 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 yep, indeed. You know. <laughs> yeah, no, at, at first, I um. I, I seriously thought it was about um, about dog food and like uh, organic farming and the whole uh, like organic meat industry and hmm. uh, you know farming. I do cover more like pagan heathen uh, stuff on the podcast, but you no, know, farming pagan is a big is so part close of it. To vegan, pagan and vegan, they're just <laughs> off. that's true. It's true. You know, it's just like elk and pug. Um, uh -huh. But yeah, I honestly thought it was more about uh, organic farming and then like mm. processing it into dog foods. Uh, but I I read it yeah. wrong. I uh, I found that out later mm. uh, when we already uh, when we already scheduled it. I was like seriously I love questioning. It. I love it. I was I, I was, was gonna so... I was just gonna let it go. I was gonna be like, this will be my first surprise <laughs> interview. Yeah, no, I was uh, like some people um, in the in the tribe in the tribe of the Grey and Pagans. They pointed out to me like, "Yo, you know this is this is for shits and giggles, right? You know they're they're not for real." Yeah. Wait, they're not. Well, it's I mean, not really like, first a, first of all, that's funny. it's a it's a relief mm -hmm. that you know they're they're not for real because I mean. Dog meat. Yeah, I mean, but here's the thing is it is real. Everything that I show is real. It is everything that That's, goes on a yeah. farm. All That's of my true. posts, every single post I have comes from a farmer. I just swap in a picture of a dog. So when you see me talking about culling, you know, 20 because of something happening or whatever, whatever you do, go to my social posts. I mean, this is why, why on one hand it's funny. And on the other hand, it's not a joke because yeah. it is... It, it is horror on this scale and all you have to do is swap in the animal and suddenly we're like oh no shouldn't be doing that and i'm just like i see these yeah. people walking their dogs in a sweater and eating a hamburger and i'm like do you <laughs> have a thought like yeah sorry. yeah no i that's that's why i already kind of mentioned like where do we yeah 
where do we yeah. draw draw the line between what's yeah. a pet and what's yeah um, and, what's food and what, and what i was saying earlier i was serious about is that i do believe that when you make a connection with any animal that's when the animal becomes something that you can't eat you know i think about before i was vegetarian or vegan you know, a bird hit a window or my cat got a bird and I felt really bad and I put it in a box under a heat lamp and the next morning it was dead and I'm crying over it. And then I probably had a chicken sandwich that same day and I didn't even like <laughs> connect the two, but I would, I yeah. would never eat that bird. I would never, not that one, but this one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, birds are birds, but it's, it's still mm -hmm. different. You know, I got a, I got a cat myself and some cat that basically adopted me. That's how um, cats work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like I, I couldn't imagine, you know, having my my cat on a plate. But then again, you know, the things that he eats. You know, last yeah. summer or two summers ago, he came home with a frog, and mm -hmm. I was like, "No, he's a predator. Let you know, let it go." But then my fiance started screaming in my ear that, "Oh no, that's 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 so sad! Like, you know, get the frog mm -hmm. out." I was like, okay, honey, you know, mm -hmm. sure. Um, like, I won't, I won't eat the cat, but I will eat what, what he eats. I'll, I won't eat the cat, but, but I'll eat the frog. You, I won't. But would you eat that frog? If that frog, like, if that instead of putting the frog outside, if you had cared for it that night, and it was fine in the morning, and it was perky, and you're like, oh, I could let it out. Would you then kill it and eat it? <sighs> Honestly, while you know, I, while you know, frog is delicious and frog tastes just like chicken. That frog, that, that it does matters. Frog I've eaten frog. Matters. I've eaten. I've eaten a lot of. I've eaten. I similar. <laughs> I ate everything before going vegan, and I think that was the biggest shock was eating it and going, "Oh my god, all of these things just taste like what you've cooked them in." And yeah. I, there's no, there's no, there, it turns out there is no line. If, if, if there is no line between any of the animals we eat. Enjoy listening to podcasts and ever wonder, can I make a podcast? But it seems so complicated and good audio production can take time. What if there was a way to create an amazing podcast easily? Well, now there is. Introducing podcasting made easy from Podtastic Audio. My production team will handle your entire audio production, allowing you to be the star of your show. This is podcasting made easy. How easy? Well, so easy, you don't even have to press record. Now that's easy. Your listeners are waiting. Let's deliver. Sign up for a free strategy call today at podcasticaudio.com slash easy. They're all, they're all animals who if given the chance, I mean, we would, we could get attached to them and also they want to live, you know, they just, they, they don't want to be eaten. Um, yeah. Well, you make some arguments on your website, you know, like what if we were on a deserted Island and, you know, your dog was the only thing that's, you know, that could nourish you, would you then eat the dog? And if yes, why? only in a situation like that you know why mm -hmm. would it then all of a sudden be food instead what? of pet because it's like it's an emergency because it's in a dire yeah. situation because it's you know you or him mm -hmm. i mean honestly if you you know if you were to bury perish first your dog would have no shame oh, right. in eating you that he right. 
she would not yeah. care. Yeah. It's food. Well, the, At that the point, desert, you food. <laughs> the desert island argument is something that vegans get a lot. Everyone's always like, but what if you're on a you know deserted island? Well, you've got two things. One, I'm not on a deserted island, so I can eat anything. Like it's not, I, I don't, I have access to a grocery store. Um, I'm not in dire straits. If I were on a deserted island and there's nothing there and it's just me and a bird or something, I'd probably wait a long time before I ate it. But yeah. th it doesn't matter because that's not the situation we're all in. You know, go, you can eat a human if you're on a deserted island and it's time for you to, you know, like it's the end of days. It, th that's not the situation we're in. We're in the situation no, no, where it's... you move your hand one one bit to the left and suddenly you're like buying a, a, a veggie sausage as opposed to the real sausage. It's not, this is not hard <laughs> to, no, to make it's... one different choice. That's that's true. I uh, I did um, stick to a vegan diet for quite a while. You know, I, I mm -hmm. tried it all, um, but I think my uh, my mistake was is that I um, I went for the um, like the processed foods because. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like I I guess that like deep down inside, I didn't want to give up meat, mm -hmm. but I did want to try a vegan diet. So mm -hmm. you know, I got a sausage. But it wasn't really a sausage, and I got the burger. But it wasn't really it wasn't a burger. Really, yeah. um, I think that was like that was my honest mistake. As my um, my younger brother, or well, both my younger siblings, um, are vegetarian, and especially my uh, my sister, my younger sister, she's a she's a great cook. She makes makes great vegetarian dishes. You know, the ones that you don't you don't even need the meat yeah. you know and, and mm -hmm. honestly sometimes if you would add meat to it it would spoil the dish so yeah yeah it's it's very it is very much possible but uh like yeah. a true vegan diet like don't go for the the processed stuff like well, i became pale and you know sunken <laughs> eyes just because did you lose your hair did you lose your hair too that's common i'm kidding people people joke no, that. i mean i I do, but that's because, you know, I'm a man in the math 30s, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, what, here's the thing is like eating a vegan diet. Um, it's a, you know, it's kind of a journey for me. It's like what made it possible for me is I, I was so excited about trying new things that I wasn't looking at what I was leaving behind. It wasn't like, oh, this is my last bite of bacon. I was like, oh, let me try this thing and let me try making this bowl. And before you knew it, it had been a month since I had had milk, dairy milk. I'd had all these other yeah. milks that I had tried. Um, and there's my favorite uh, vegan cookbook that got me started was uh, I Could Never Go Vegan. That was the title of the book. And then it was just all these amazing, delicious, like making your own fish sticks out of tofu. And it's just like every Sunday night, my husband and I would make these ridiculous over the, I mean, now we don't cook like that. Like now we're doing like burritos and stir fries but like we were making mm -hmm. you know i made my own barbecue sauce and i was just like this is amazing i mean barbecue sauce is vegan but i'm i'm just saying that like it <laughs> just, got so exci exciting to, yeah. yeah and exciting to try new things and balancing what you're eating you know whole foods similar like any any diet you should be eating a lot of whole foods a hamburger is not a three times a week food it is a sometimes food uh you know processed food should be a sometimes food and also after time, you're not going, this sausage doesn't taste like an animal sausage. You're like, this sausage tastes good on its own. It stands for itself. Like, I don't think personally, 
I haven't found a lot of vegan cheeses that I'm just like, I don't, I haven't found a vegan cheese that's, this is just like cheese, but I found a lot of vegan cheeses that are delicious. You know, a lot of nut-based cheeses that you're just like, this is freaking great. I don't need something else. I'm going to put this on a cracker and I'm fine. Um, yeah. And I think that that's, that's one of the things that I think that people, um, people miss when they're, when they think about all of veganism and stuff, they think about what am I giving up? And that's what Elwood dog meat is about is trying to remind you, like, this is about, if you think about animals, it is so much easier to drink oat milk when you know what happens to dairy cows. You know, I I, I might be craving ice cream and there may only have they may have no vegan ice cream available. But if mm -hmm. I think about what happened, I, I don't want to pay for that. I don't want to put my money towards it. And I can wait until I go to the grocery store and buy my vegan ice cream that is kick ass. So yeah. Like I I do think that that for um for most people is the the biggest hurdle towards veganism it's not uh like they they try and compare it too much still like the you know the vegan sausage with the actual sausage they are um they're wanting it to be like the actual actual sausage and mm -hmm. taste like it and have that mouth feel and whatever you know kind of the you know the same mistake that that i made yeah. um and you know now a couple years later um you know i can i can see those mistakes you know i wanted the real deal without it being the real deal i was still thinking too much in um like replacements but then almost like carbon copies of each other mm -hmm. but just yeah. the one being like a pork sausage or beef and the other being vegan but you know it had yeah. to be the same well, and all you know, and one of the things that you also consider is that food uh, condiments and spices and so like sauces are amazing. Mm -hmm. Anything like you get a hamburger at McDonald's, that burger, my dad used to say about McDonald's burgers is the first bite you miss the burger, the second bite you're over the burger. Like it's just the yeah. meat was so small and you're like, it is, it's a tiny little patty that tastes great because of ketchup and mayonnaise and a pickle and mustard and a tomato and you the the meat is just a texture thing so i mean making a fabulous uh spaghetti with vegan meatballs is going to taste really good when the sauce is really good you're not going to be like well i can't taste the beef you're going to be like god this sauce is great yeah this is really good spaghetti and the sauce and all yeah. and um a lot of questions um you, you'll you know probably have heard them all yeah. before but yeah. uh like how do you get by with uh with protein for example you know i'm i'm you know a jock i'm uh you know three days a week in the gym and yeah. one or two days in the in the dojo you know protein is mm -hmm. it's really important yeah. for yeah, me well so how on a vegan diet uh or you know as a vegan how do you make sure yeah. you get enough protein yeah so um I first when I started, I was worried I was gonna die. I was like, I, I want to save the animals, but I don't want to die doing it. So I used <laughs> I used a nutrition, I used a nutrition tracker and I was just tracking what I was eating and I did some research and found, you know, uh I don't know about where you live, but in America, we get way too much protein. We get so much protein. We are not there is no protein deficiency. Protein is actually not a problem. And the amount of protein you need, just as an average person. I can't remember what the grams are. Let's let's say it's 40. You can check me. Let's say I need 40 grams of protein. That just mm -hmm. means that every meal I have to have 10 to 15 grams of protein. 
and I can get that in lentils. I can get that in garbanzo beans. I add that, you know, tofu is a really great, I saw somebody comment on soy. Tofu's fine. The, it's been debunked. It's not going to give you boobs. If so, vegan women would have massive <laughs> boobs. Men would have, no. Game Changers is a fabulous, <laughs> oh. we hope, we wished. Oh, but, um, but if you look at um, the, the video, the movie Game Changers is about vegan athletes. It is, I mean, yeah, it is, yeah. it's totally possible. When I was um, doing a lot of, I was doing a lot of, uh, I don't know, weightlifting training. I don't know. I was just trying to get in shape doing a lot of protein mm -hmm. shakes and the protein shakes is pea, pea, uh, pea protein. So, um, yeah. you can, and you can add it to your smoothie in the morning. Um, you can, you can mix a bunch of veggies. I mean, animals get their, their protein from vegetables. It's just yeah. more concentrated. And the best part, <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. One, one more thing. The best part is, uh, you get to eat more food as a vegan. Like I just get to eat more food there. It's less mm. calories. So, and no, everybody's like, oh, look at how much broccoli I'd have to eat. I don't know. We make some kick-ass broccoli and I'm so glad that I get to eat heaps of it to get my protein. More food. Well, now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. No, I love it. I love but, eating. No, you know, with, with the power of hindsight, uh, I, I do honestly have to say that, uh, you know, in, when I was, was a vegan, when I tried it. I did indeed make a lot of smoothies and honestly, I think those were uh, the, like the best smoothies I had because of, uh, of all the, uh, you know, the veggies and just yeah. a lot of, um, a lot of fruits, like just so many, mm -hmm. you know, blueberries and banana and yeah. avocado. I should, I, I do I should think really that, start doing that again. I do think that since going vegan, that's one thing that, nobody talks about it is I eat so many more foods. Like I do think that before let's, let's say before going vegan, I ate, you know, 50 different things. I go to the grocery store and buy the same 50 items. Now it's hundreds. I mean, it is literally, I'm eating things that I've never heard of. I'm eating and I'm eating more and a broader variety of vegetables and fruits and grains and proteins. And it's just, it's so much more exciting. Like I, I joke whenever I go past the billboards that advertise breakfast, in America, breakfast in America is toast, eggs, pancakes, bacon, and hash browns. It's the same five things. And yeah, I can't imagine of, being like a lot of saturated fat and salt. And, and, uh, and you're all except people are all going, Ooh, I'm gonna go here for breakfast. I'm like, how is that place any different than that place? It's serving the exact same thing when you could oh my god, the stuff we eat at home. I, I don't even like going out for breakfast anymore. It's we're, we're doing great here. <laughs> Yeah, no, I uh, I did visit uh, my fiance last last year, last November, um, well, twenty twenty one. That was and just indeed the um, compared to uh, to Europe at least, just so much fat and so much salt and mm -hmm. I mean. A lot of we, you could indeed do with a with a, a vegan diet with mm -hmm. a with a vegan diet. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. We got a lot of we got a lot of angst in America, so we have to eat a lot of comfort food. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, that explains all the just the the insane amount of fast food franchises and all oh, located yeah. in in one spot or mm -hmm. on one street. Yeah. Like you'll you'll walk out the one and just basically be able to well, walk into the next straight away. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's a shame. And I think that that's one thing that 
really surprised me. So when I went vegan, like I said, I thought I was just going to die. I was like, well, I guess I'm committing suicide slowly over time because I, <laughs> I can't take part in this. And I don't want to hurt anything anymore. Um, but realizing how healthy a vegan diet is, how it, it lowers, you know, your risk of heart disease and cancer and better. I think there's no cholesterol, if I'm right. No bad cholesterol. I don't I can't, I don't really talk about dog farming, uh, but it is so much healthier. And I think about, I think about like my grandfather when he was sick and, and, and dying of, I think heart disease or something. And he, you know, he, his doctor puts him on this limited diet and now he's eating like dry toast and an egg white. And he's like, this is all I get to eat because I have to eat healthy. And I'm thinking about now all the vegan foods he could have eaten all like, if you need to eat something that has zero cholesterol, you can eat uh, uh, you know, tofu and it'll be delicious. You don't, you don't have to sacrifice all of these things that we think we have to do for health. Yeah. No, I've, I've seen that and, and heard those, uh, those stories indeed, especially with, um, with cancer patients, for example, mm. uh, they'll choose a, um, a raw diet, like raw veggies, raw fruits, uh, yeah. because, uh, I mean, you know, 10 years as a chef and being a, being an absolute jog, I know a lot about about food and all. And yeah. for example, with um, with carrots, just everybody loves carrots. You know, just gnawing on a carrot, I totally get Bugs Bunny. Uh, <laughs> but if you uh, like, if you cook them, you're you're basically you're cooking away so much of the uh, yeah. of the nutrition. And especially if you're you know tossing the water out in the sink, well, there mm -hmm. goes all your nutrition. Yeah, they're still yeah. healthy, but they're so much better to eat. Yeah. raw and um yeah. i think you know it's it's like diets and all of that it's it's always going to be always going to be a fad always going to be a trend you know now mm -hmm. the whole raw primal diet is uh <laughs> is the thing you know i mentioned i mentioned the liver hashtag King. ancestral yes yes yeah 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 you know um it's, it's not enough to go back to the the days of our our forefathers yeah. we have to go all the way back to the cavemen just, yeah yeah you know the ca the caveman diet and raw primal and right i i like thinking, I, I like thinking that people <laughs> i'm getting catty i like thinking about what people <laughs> could have fixed with their lives and instead they're like no i'll just eat raw liver i don't need to examine another thing in that i could be doing wrong with what i'm eating i'll just or doing no. in my life i'll just liver i don't need therapy I'm i need liver <laughs> yeah and my it's... my sleep issues are due to anxiety it's definitely due to my diet i need to eat liver yeah i mean diet is a big a big part of it of course you know yeah. whatever you you put in your body and mm -hmm. i mean diet diet is one part of it yeah, yeah. um you know have, yeah have, that that means have you a lot seen fork, have you seen forks over knives as a doc, another documentary is no. a really good, it's a really, that's a documentary that has changed a lot of people vegan. It's just, it's talking about the health impacts. And again, like a lot of documentaries like this, obviously they have a vegan agenda, but what's nice is that everything is, um, can be traced back to scientific studies. So you can do your own research and figure it out. But it's like the, the impact, the people, the, the way people can reverse diseases, the way they can reverse obesity, any, you know, a lot of, a lot of our ailments are caused by what we eat and food mm -hmm. can be the medicine 
And I don't want to be all woo-woo and stuff because I only care about the animals. <laughs> I don't care. Go eat nothing but hot dogs. I mean, vegan hot dogs. <laughs> but um, but I do know that the health stuff is really, it's it it's such a nice bonus. And also I saw somebody's like, why are people pushing not eating any meat? The global impact of the environmental impact of animals is massive. Like I said, the uh the, the amount of soy that is grown just for cows, the Amazon rainforest is cleared for feeding cows. Like it's the math is there to defend eating vegetables. Yeah. And the, um, the whole meat industry, the processing plants, uh, mm -hmm. just the amount of um, like how they, how much they pollute the, mm -hmm. uh, the air and, the water I, and yeah. the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's that's the thing too. You know, I when I went vegan, I had pretty much the exact same arguments. Uh, you know, I may just give another another shot, but like slow slowly yeah. over time, I think yeah. that's another mistake that I made. I went from just you know eating meat and eggs and dairy one day to mm -hmm. completely vegan the next. Uh, there there oh, was yeah. no was no in between period. I did it like basically yeah. like smoking. You know, one day I was a smoker, <laughs> the next day I quit. Just uh -huh. done. Whole turkey doesn't That's really hard. work that well with um, yeah. with foods. You know, it's a, yeah. it's a big big shock. Well, I think. I think that you're um, like for me, I did baby steps and I know that that's a big thing. Vegans, the impact on animals is huge. And so ideally we want to say, stop doing it now, but we all know that you're human and what is the best, you know, per what is it? Oh, uh, perfect is the enemy of good. So making baby steps to be like, I'm just not going to like, what I did was like, I stopped buying meat at home. I stopped uh, eating, eating meat that was not, that I paid for. So I only ate free meat. That's, I was like, oh, that's fine. I'm doing better. <laughs> and then suddenly I was like, I guess I don't need this anymore. And then I, what happened was I watched uh, enough videos. I did enough research that I suddenly I was like, I don't even want it. Like now that I know what's in it, the, um, the, I don't know if you know about male chicks, what happens to them in the egg industry. <laughs> Can I tell you? Um, like then they get turned into chicken nuggets or no, they get mashed up into and put in the garbage. They have a, a like a blender, all the male chicks, oh. because because you only need female chicks to lay eggs. So 50% yeah. of all the eggs for every for every egg laying chick, there was a rooster, a baby rooster who was put in a blender or suffocated with gas or just put in a garbage bag and suffocated. And that is the egg industry. And when I saw that, I went, oh, hell no. I am not eating wow. eggs and why don't, and why don't vegans eat, drink milk? And then I Googled and found that out. And um, so <laughs> it, it was nice. It's nice if you try and prove, prove veganism wrong, try and find out like why <laughs> you disagree with it and you may find out you actually agree with it. Yeah. I mean, I guess the, uh, the main comment would be, you know, oh, we've, you know, eaten meat for thousands of years and especially here in, um, Oh, yeah. Here in Europe, in Northern Europe, you know, over the, the, the you know, X amount of time, our bodies, uh, like we can process diary and like animal dairy. And, uh, you know, for example, in, uh, in Asia, a lot of Asian people, they can't process uh, yeah. animal dairy or animal milk because just their, uh, their physiology hasn't evolved. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And there, there's actually a large percentage of just humans on earth that can't process dairy. And it's yeah. just, we've, you know, it, I mean, and a lot of, a lot of people think they can, but they're actually like the side effects. Like my husband, after he gave up dairy, found out that all of his stomach issues he'd been having was probably dairy. And it's just, we're adults. We should not be drinking breast milk. Like, it's just, we're done. We're done drinking it but we keep doing it and you're like, Oh, why do I feel shitty? It's um... <laughs> yeah. But then, you know, just the, then the, the wrong kind of disconnect happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, yeah, there just both ends of the spectrum really use the same arguments and uh, yeah. with the whole primal thing, I mean, our ancestors, even, you know, going back to, you know, the caveman days, it's not that they, um, you know, we had hunter gatherers. We were hunter gatherers with the, as with the, the, you know, the emphasis on gathering, we gathered fruits mm -hmm. and nuts and roots and whatever, like that was a whole diet. If there wasn't anything to hunt, well, then the gatherers had to, you know, work a little harder, and I guess we're eating eating vegan for that week, yeah, or that yeah. that day or whatever. So the whole raw, primal, um, ancestral diets. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, you know, it's gone. It's gone a little, a little too yeah. far. And like guys like um, like the Liver King, they really promote that, but that's also, mm -hmm. of course, to promote their own supplements yeah. line you know it's just another one of those those yeah. grifters but you know you you do make some some good arguments you make it uh you make it sound really really easy um and you yeah. definitely make a a dog farm sound cruel uh <laughs> but they're raised they're raised with love i don't get it why is everyone so mad <laughs> no yeah we, that's that, it's we hug them yeah. yeah it's true you know i mean a lot of farmers they will they you know they have their favorite cow or they have their that, their favorites yeah. you know they that's the thing too is like i think that we you know people like or i don't know how to say this right but it's like the idea that vegans hate farmers or and or v or vegans think farmers are evil and it's not these are people who who, this is their livelihood. They've been doing this for generations and you keep paying him to do this. So as long as they have a job, they'll keep working it. And also they, maybe they love animals and they think that this is their only way to have a connection with animals. I know a dairy farmer whom, when we asked, why do you farm cows? Why did, why, you know, why not? It, was it the most, um, you know, could you make the most money off it? You know, was it, was your land better suited for it? And he said, no, I just love animals. I just want to be around animals. And he was talking about, he doesn't dairy farm anymore. And he walked out into his barn and he almost cried. He's like, I missed this barn full of animals. You know, it was, it's just not the same. And at the same time, I'm looking at the barn from the perspective of a vegan going, your cows were in these tiny, he's like, this is where the, the when we separated them, the babies from their mothers, so we could get the milk, this is where they lived. And it was this tiny little, you know, thing. And I'm, we, we don't want that for our animals, but in order to get milk, we have to. So it's like, there are other ways to, 
enjoy animals and to have relationships with animals besides farming them. And there's other ways to make money. Obviously, I don't know what it's like to be a farmer. I don't know what it's like to be, you know, a fifth generation person who's like, this is what I have is I have a land and a farm and I want to change. Um, so I, I think I have a lot of I have a lot of sympathy and empathy. And um, I'm hoping that more people will change their demands. And that way we will find different things to farm, help people transition to other ways of making money. Yeah, it, it sounds it sounds really weird. Like you love animals, but at the same time, you know, you take them away from their mothers mm -hmm. pretty yeah. much right away. So you can get the milk instead of them. It's like, so That's weird. How, That's is, weird. how is that love? How is that showing? any love i mean i get it that you like you have a connection with the animals you have a connection like with the, the whole business and whatever but the way you know you explained it doesn't really sound like he he yeah. loves the animals he, and... he loves them he loves them in the way that he was taught to love them similar like i remember being a kid and like you know, parents being like, you got to be tough. You can't be, you know, you can't be weepy about things. You know, we got to, you know, this, that's part of life. That's part of farming. I mean, that's what we do. We, we say toughen up and that's the way life is. And one thing I put on my website was that was the way things were. I mean, that was how we, we had to live, but we don't have to anymore. I mean. No. And I think the, um, like the really big difference is when industrial farming just huge scale farming became a thing you know um kind of you know relating it back to the ancestors and all of that yeah they had a farm but that was a family farm they fed their their families they didn't have you know hundreds of cows and a couple thousand chickens to you know feed the whole freaking country they fed their family and if they had anything left then you know, it went to, I don't know, a friend of the family or, mm -hmm. you know, they, they sold it on the, the farmer's market. But nowadays with the whole industrial farming, you know, like you said, a shed full of cows, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's yeah. not, a, that's, that's not okay. It's, that's so incredibly different. Mm -hmm. like it has, yeah. it hasn't really, it's not, it's not farming anymore. It's, it's an it's industry about making, yeah. yeah. It's about making money. It's about turning a profit. Yeah. It's not about the animals anymore. It's not about feeding your your family anymore. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty much yeah. where it all went wrong. And there's a really good book. Good there's a really good book called Animal Vegetable Junk, which talks about the history of eating and where we how we got to where we are and how factory farms became the thing. Um, and while on one hand we can say factory farms are a thing because we need People want cheap meat. They want cheap milk. They want cheap, you know, burgers. We drove it by not being willing to pay people what the actual cost of, of the food yeah. is. But when you get down to it, that's one of the things that I always try to emphasize that Elwoods is a family farm. We're a small farm. We only have 1,200 animals. So, which is the same as not, it's not a factory farm. And yet it's still problematic because when you get down to it, even at the size, even if it's just me in my backyard killing dogs, you would be horrified. So it doesn't have to be, I mean, the large, the large scale horrors are, you know, just d destructive and hugely environment, a huge impact on the environment. But even yeah. on a small scale, ethically, we don't agree with it. Yeah. You know, whether it be dogs, cats, or, you know, the, the more 
regular cattle, if you will, 1,200, still a huge number. It still has, you know, very little to do with feeding your family. It's, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, may not be industrial farming, but it's still large-scale farming, yeah. grand-scale farming. So there's still yeah. indeed a lot of destructive uh, properties to yeah. it. And what? Like I said about the, like waking up in the morning and having to clear out dead animals from my barn. I mean, that is, farmers are culling every day. They, they lose animals to uh, health issues, to the weather, to neglect, to, you know, just having too many and not noticing, you know, not noticing a, a chicken has just been trampled over in the corner over and over until now it can't get up and now it's dead. I mean, that's just, the price of doing business. They say you can't have livestock without dead stock. And I don't think that that's something I want to pay for. So that sounds overly cruel. That's, that's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. This, this, yeah, no, I mean, this is at least it's really opening my eyes. Cause I mean, I, it's, it's been a while since I watched those, uh, those documentaries and especially game yeah. changers. That was indeed the, the game changer. Um, for yeah. me, um, but just yeah. um, quick question: Why dog meat? Why why a why a dog? Why a dog farm? Like you could have? Oh. Is it because? Is it because that's oh, so? It's, it's because it's so shocking. Love, it's because you all love dogs so much. I just couldn't handle. I couldn't handle watching another friend put a scarf on her dog while going on her carnivore diet. Like it was just. It's no. <laughs> Honestly, it was because I thought people love dogs so much. Everyone has, so most people have a dog in their house or a cat in their house. Um, and I wanted you to read it and think about it with your dog right there. And I also knew that it'd make you so emotional that you might react before reading. And you might share with somebody before reading. You might book somebody as a, as a, as a guest on your show before reading because it's so just you know distressing to find out that somebody is farming <laughs> dogs um yeah i didn't i didn't think cats i thought i thought people who liked cats would think it was a joke because cats are funny but dogs you know yeah no when i when i told my fiance when i told her like oh i i misread like it's not about it's not as much about dog food as it is about dog is food she's like cancel it <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, no, no, cancel it. I don't want to, no, you're not going to do this. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to shy away from the controversial topics. Okay. But I'm not going to be there. I don't want to listen. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know it. Mm, then I, you know, I told her about the, yeah. So, I mean, she's, she has a, a bigger heart than, than I do. Um, uh -huh. Or maybe, you know, I'm just, I'm a, a little more daring, if you will. <laughs> Well, it, you know, some, some people, some people like animals. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, she does. I mean, she has three dogs and two cats. So, you know, she, she's really, she's an animal, animal mm -hmm. lover, you know, one elderly dog and two puppies and, you know, mm -hmm. mama cat and then the baby. So, you know, it's, it's oh, yeah. really, you know, for her, it was just, it was a dagger. I was like, yeah. honey. I don't want to shy away from the controversial topics. Okay, <laughs> fine. But you know, I'm I'm taking my hands off. I don't want to know. I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna listen. I'm not gonna do anything. Was she re re relieved to find out? Um, yeah, but she like she still blamed me for like 
going on with it if it, if it was you know even if it's yeah i understand yeah i mean i i do too you know it is a controversial topic but you know it's it's a topic well that's, i mean even even veganism it, is i mean that that's that's why yeah. i did it is because nobody wants to talk about veganism and nobody wants to have a vegan on their non-vegan podcast so <laughs> so first you shock people and then you trojan horse yeah uh yeah Yes. <laughs> Trojan dog. I don't know. But I do think like I do think that it <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> it's a Trojan dog. I just think that like this is it's such a good way to get people thinking about it without the vegan in the room. You know, like they find it and then they share it with their friends and then they find out it's fake and then they have a discussion about what they think about it. And some people are like, Oh, that disgusted me. And other people are like serve me up rover i would like to eat some dog meat and then they have then they have a conversation and i'm not even there and it that's what's the best part is like vegans want to talk about veganism but i think non-vegans need to talk about it you know without us yeah yeah no that's that's uh that's a good one like i was honestly i was laughing when i when i found out and when you when you confirmed it for me i was like <laughs> Damn, I fell for it. <laughs> I so diehard fell for it, and I was so gonna go with it and just be like, I love okay, it. guess I love I'm it. doing this. <laughs> uh, it's funny because so I've been doing this actually now. It's been two years, and I keep thinking I'm like, every, everyone who's gonna know about it knows about it, and everyone else who learns about it from this point on is gonna under, know what it is. And it's still funny. I still get death threats. I still get like something goes viral and suddenly my inbox is just filled with the most <laughs> abuse. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, at least they're talking about it. At least I know. They're, I they're love still, it. They're still sharing it. Oh, my God. Even the people who know it's fake and they get mad at me and they tell me I'm a stupid vegan and they're going to eat a double chicken burger or something, you know, and they, they whatever it is, I'm like, you were so upset by this. You <laughs> sent me an email. You're going to think about me when you eat that chicken sandwich. You're going to be thinking about dog meat when you see the next like billboard you go by. Ha ha. Got you. <laughs> living rent free up in your head <laughs> yeah yeah i love it it's just i mean it's it's really my favorite thing i didn't realize you could be a vegan troll but here you go oh i mean there's a there's a first for everything uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i uh but i i don't get fooled easily anymore especially to you know to this degree so i i do commend you Thank for you. that you, you uh you made it very very believable um yeah i mean you know guess i'm just as that she's like we're we're sober folks so we don't we don't li really like to make a uh, a fuss about things so i was like okay well guess i'm doing this but I, I think it's i think it's so believable because the arguments that you use because the posts you know like you said they they do come from farmers just you know yeah. you switch the, you switch the animals around to mm -hmm. give it a, a bigger mm -hmm. impact yeah and it, and it works and it shows because i mean here you are <laughs> well it's also, it's also nice because the vegans play along and all the comments the vegans are like mm, serve me up a plate of that basset hound i really you know we yeah. just our family just had a you know a rottweiler roast the other night and it was delicious thank you Elwood. <laughs> and i didn't expect that when i made it i thought everybody was going to be up in arms like i figured the vegans would play the vegan role of attacking it and instead they played along but shares and it's just 
It's delicious. I love it. Yeah. Having a, a husky roast, husky on the spits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's it's great. It's uh, it's absolutely great. And you uh, you must certainly make an uh, make an impact. And you you, you play it well. You play you or uh, you <sighs> play you. your role well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm I uh, that I'm always worried you're going to ask me something that I don't know. I'm going to have to make it up on the spot. And somebody's going to Google and go, "That's not what they do with chickens." But it's close. <laughs> it's really I close. Mean, if it's close enough to the truth, then people yeah. are not gonna they're not gonna question it. Yeah, I, I try and stick like I had a I had a job previous to this writing for a animal rights organization. So the stories that I would hear about animals, like they've been sitting in my, you know, in the background and like they they come up in some of the posts like I'll just google it and be like I got to find I got to find these facts out and find a farmer talking about this thing. Did you know when they ship mail when they ship you like if you're going to have like chickens in your backyard they in, so you buy baby chicks mm -hmm. they ship them in the mail in a box and they put male chicks in there for heat because they you can't you can't have like if I'm only getting six chicks and the box has room for 10, I'm going to put 10 chicks in there. Half of them are going to be roosters and you just kill them when you get them because they're going to keep your babies warm. <laughs> and if they arrive dead, don't worry, <laughs> they'll replace them and send you a new box. Now picture that as puppies. That's horrible. Imagine a box getting a box of puppies and you're like, "Well, three of these I got to kill because I can't have any males. I don't want any males in, you know, impregnating any of my babies." So it's just it's just horrifying and you're just like yeah. what world are we in yeah i'm like i'm honestly i'm trying to imagine it but i'm also trying not to imagine it because it is yeah it's yep. disturbing it's disturbing yeah. but you know it's 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 good that it's, you're uh you're bringing this to uh to everyone's attention uh yeah in the, uh in the the best way that you <laughs> that you know well, uh, it's it's fun because even if i even if people know it's real i mean no know that it's a vegan thing people follow along a lot of mediators will follow on facebook because they think it's funny and they're like haha these vegans but then every so often they'll get a post that educates them on something they didn't know and they're like wait what and i will get messages like that they're like i thought this was a joke and i was following you and then i saw what you posted and i googled it and i was like holy shit and I'm like, yeah, I've been waiting for you to read that. <laughs> Remember when, like, I did a thing where my my barn burned down and killed like 800 animals. And that's based on a woman whose pig barn burned down and it killed all of her animals. They said, like, I think she said she lost 400 animals, but it was actually in the thousands because they don't count the babies because they weren't viable yet. Oh, wow. And so it was like in the, it was like, you know, like she lost 1200 animals, but it doesn't matter because we're rebuilding and we're ready to farm again. And you can buy your bacon. If I lost 12,000, I mean, 1200 dogs in my barn burning down, you'd come burn down the rest of my house. Yeah. So probably, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean, a lot of people would, but yeah, man, this is, yeah. So follow along. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I mean, I'll be following along on uh, on Twitter. I'll, I'll yeah. play the, I'll play the game. Um, oh, good, good. You know, I, I love trolling people. Uh, sometimes just oh. my, my inner Loki pops up, and I'm just like, "Ooh, this is gonna get spicy." I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very enjoyable. It's especially like talking with farmers and getting them mad. Yeah, I mean, just uh like in the in the chats um mm -hmm. uh, a lot of 
a lot of people already or just some people are like oh no that's that's disgusting and you can't do that and mm-hmm. you know oh i'm i'm so happy it's you know it's not real like wait you're you're saying it's not real okay oh thank the gods uh-huh but they're <laughs> gonna go and eat dinner and hopefully they'll think about dog meat yeah i mean maybe i don't know <laughs> It's a seed, it's, uh, even even if it's just a seed I planted. You know, just knowing that you you can survive. That's the best. That's the best thing is like all the arguments lead back to you can lead a healthy, happy, delicious life without eating animals or their byproducts, right. and you'll be fine. It'll be fine, and you'll feel better, and you'll wonder why you didn't do it sooner. Exactly, and seeds are vegan. So, what are <laughs> seeds what are, are vegan? Yes, they are. They are. So, you know, planting in seeds, a lot better than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. killing a chick. Protein. But... They, they got protein as well. Protein in seeds. Hey, that's all I need to know. <laughs> no, but uh, thank you. Thank you very much, so much for this. I uh, I did I did enjoy it. Um, this was really uh, fun. I appreciated this. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I would I I love playing uh, playing games and like I don't want to I don't want to spoil it uh it right yeah. away even though i came to the conclusion be, yeah a couple of days before i was still like you know what i i want to play along i just i mm-hmm. i feel like i feel like playing along so it's nice because you can that means i can share it so i can share this interview and be like check it out i was on i talked about dog meat oh you know please do Please do. I, will. Uh, I, will. I mean, that's that's why we uh, we talked yeah. about it in the in the first half. So I love it. I love it. It gets people riled up and benefits us both. So yeah, fabulous. Okay. Use that anger. Use it <laughs> to plant seeds and yep, eat plants and all that. Yep. Uh, but let the let the good people know where they uh, where they can find you where they can order um, some of that delicious dog meats uh, you can order delicious dog meat from elwooddogmeat.com that's e l w o o d and you can find us on facebook at elwood dog meat on twitter elwood dog meat and instagram as elwood's organic dog because they like to kick me off instagram a lot <laughs> Okay. Well, I uh, I should have put a lot of links up already in the description, and if not, I will add some. Uh, this great. is this has been uh, this has been fun. This was so, great. Thanks so much. I it was really really means a lot that you had me on. Yeah. No. I uh, you're uh, you're very welcome, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate the the story, and I appreciate that uh, you know all the work you're. Uh, you're doing it's uh it, it makes makes people think it, it has certainly made me think and you know maybe i will make some uh, make some changes so if you need any information you can find it on our website any steps any resources books, <laughs> recipes tips it's all there sorry i gotta get that last plug in uh don't mind uh but yeah uh this has been this has been a weird podcast. This has been a great podcast. Uh, it's really <laughs> fun that you know this is the first, like first actual podcast. First, uh, you're the first guest of the year, actually. So, Yay! You know, starting Thank off, you. starting off good, Start off, starting off, starting off on fire. Exactly. 
grilling a dog right. burger and a dog sausage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll, I gotta go. And I'll... I gotta go. Yeah. I gotta go. I gotta. I got a bunch of dogs. I gotta feed. Oh yeah. No, you. Uh, you go feed the dogs. Uh, thank. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you all for yeah. for watching. Thank you all for listening. Thanks who, thank to you. everyone who was in the live chats and uh, yeah. <laughs> Until next Bye. time. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye-bye.